Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 67 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest. Ishana. Hey Ishana, how are you? I'm really, really well, thanks Juliana. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm well, thank you. I'm so well. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Just to give like a quick intro to listeners, who is Ishana? What does Ishana love? Like, tell us more about yourself. Well, I really like cats. I have three cats. Uh, <laughs> um, and I basically, I'm living in Malta right now. I moved here like about a year ago, year, just over a year ago. Came from mm-hmm. holiday, ended up staying. Wow. <laughs> yeah, literally the best decision I have made. And what do I love? I love, I love love. I love um, like quality. I love seeing people happy. Uh, I love being happy. Uh, I love snorkeling. Cakes. I love a lot of things. <laughs> no, that's cool. I was going to ask. And um, what are your three cats? What are they called? Oh, well, actually, I haven't named two of them because I rescued them like um, eight days ago. Oh. I think one of them is going to be called Babu Ganache because I keep, I keep her, I keep going in there and being like, Hey Baba. And I feel like that's going to stay. <laughs> and then the little ginger one, I haven't named him yet. And then uh, my other cat is Lola, who's like my ride or die go-to cat. And can you actually, can you give us like a bit of an insight into what you're doing in Malta? Cause I know you're doing some amazing things. So we, by we, I say me and Jazz. She is a really awesome, amazing person. Shout out Jazz. Hey. Jazz. She's also been on this podcast. Go check out that episode. Uh, very good episode. And we basically support like people and amplify people's dreams, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Who are going through migration displacement or who have been through migration displacement. And it's people's dreams surrounding education. So people that already have incredible dreams, maybe have done amazing things and are doing amazing things, but maybe because of their situation, just don't have the resources um, to actually make it the reality in which they envision. So that's where we come in and we're like, okay, you have this incredible idea for this project. You've already been doing amazing work. We can support you in taking it to the next level. Like, for example, one of our really amazing friends, Saeed, just such an incredible human being, seriously, such an amazing human being. He came from Sierra Leone to Malta, and he has been self-funding his own school in Sierra Leone for like the past, I think, four years. And it basically meant that throughout his journey of migration, and this has been like a, a, a really traumatizing journey, you know, mm-hmm. going through Libya, crossing the Sahara, crossing the Mediterranean, being trafficked, thinking that he's going to die at points. Um, throughout all of that, he managed to self-fund this school and this football team to support his community back home. And in Malta, he ended up working like 18, 19 hour shifts a day just to keep his dream going. So then when obviously we heard about what he was doing, 
we're like yeah we would love to support we would love to help and we'd love to like make the vision grow and now we've got 120 students like over 120 students in the school and it's just really inspiring because people are already doing stuff it doesn't require somebody to come in and save people or fix people like people in countries already can see the, the issues and are already thinking about the solutions. Mm. We just need backup. Like they just need resources. They just need the support and the backup. Amazing. I, uh, I fully love what you guys, you and Jazz, Ra is doing like in Malta and globally as well, like supporting these projects. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you for bringing these stories to the forefront. Speaking of like educating dream makers, we're going to sort of segue into your story and I'm going to ask you the question which I ask all my guests, which is what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? So I'm bringing Ishana Jasmine Meadows to the podcast. The reason why is because I have had and sometimes still have a bit of identity crisis with my name. When people hear my name and then they see me, they get shocked. They're very surprised a lot of the time. Maybe not the Meadows part, but when they hear when they when they hear Ashana, especially, they get very, very shocked. And then when it's like Meadows, it's like a complete like what's the word? It's like a complete parallel, you know? Like mm-hmm. Ashana and Meadows, they're two completely different sorts of names. So like I've gone through my whole life having this identity crisis about who I am in terms of my name, fitting in with the way I look, fitting in with the culture that I feel like I'm a part of, fitting into the society that I live in. As my name suggests, like I come from like Asian heritage. So I'm half Indian, mm-hmm. half English. But I don't look Indian at all. Well, I think I look Indian actually saying that. I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of people think that I'm Spanish or Italian or like Portuguese or something. And when they hear my name, they're like, huh? Uh, I mean, where, where are you from? And I tell them, okay, my name originates from Somalia, but I'm Indian. I'm half Indian. And they're like, no, you're not. No, you're not no you're not Indian like yeah babes I am (laughs) I know I'm half Indian no 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 you're not you're not and it's like this constant thing and it really grates on me like it actually annoys me right because if I had darker skin people would just accept the fact that I was half Indian but because I have paler skin people don't accept it and especially in Malta, right? Especially in Malta. Um, because Jazz is also half Indian and she looks much more Indian than I do. People are always like, when she says she's half Indian, they're like, yeah, cool, nice. You speak Hindi? No, cool. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm half Indian and they just don't believe me. And it's this constant thing. And it frustrates me. I've never had to experience any sort of extreme racism. Like I've, I've witnessed my cousin who's half Tanzanian, half Indian mm-hmm. experience like extreme racism. And I've never had to experience that. But then I don't think as well that we, I, I don't want to say 
I don't want to, um, what's the word, like, like push over, like push away the stuff that I have experienced. When I was growing up, oh, you smell like curry all the time and stuff like that. I often felt growing up, where do I fit in? Because I don't 100% fit in with like the English culture I feel that I grew up in. Maybe not the culture English society that I grew up in because I grew up in a very white, like I'd say a white middle-class town, but then I don't fit in with the Indian culture as well, 100%. So like, where do I fit in? It was, it was always that thing in my head. And I always felt most at home like with my family because my family was just such a big mix. So like Tanzanian Indian mix, Scottish Indian mix, Welsh Indian mix, English Indian mix, (laughs) (laughs) which was a big bunch of kids like running around all different colors. And that's where I felt most at home because we all were in the same position where it's like, where do you fit in? Oh, you don't have to fit in. You can just be you. I just want to go and delve kind of deep into those names that you've decided to bring. Do you know the stories, I guess, aside from your last name, do you know the stories behind why you were given the name Ishana and the name Jasmine? Well, my mom chose my first name. My dad chose my middle name. I have no clue why they chose those names. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I've actually never asked them, which I I probably should. And I always thought that if I was a guy, I'd be called like Isaac or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. I know the meanings of the names, but I don't know why they were given to me. Speak to me. Speak to me about the meanings of your names. So Ishana basically means all loving, all-knowing, all-one empress, basically. I feel like I embody that energy. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that's why they gave me the name, because they knew I (laughs) out of the womb how badass I'd be. (laughs) But yeah, maybe maybe they read the meaning or they saw the meaning behind the name and they were like, this is such a beautiful meaning. And then Jasmine means beautiful flower. But Jasmine is actually my favorite name in the whole world. I love that name. And if I ever do have children, and if I ever do have a daughter, I would 100% call her Jasmine. Because I think it has so many different, um, it, it transcends different cultures, the name Jasmine. It comes from so many different places around the world. And I feel like everyone can relate to that name. And yeah, I love it. And then your last name. I love that too, actually. I love both of your names. But then speak to me about your last name. Um, See, I love my last name too. I really love my last name too. But I also feel like if I was called Tawari, which is my mother's maiden name, then people would definitely be like very shocked when they see me but yeah Meadows is my dad's name so it's my dad's last name um also my mum's last name (laughs) 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 Um, and it's like a very I would say very British name Meadows but I really actually I really love it because it's so soft 
And I always thought like a jasmine flower in the meadow, you know, that kind of thing. Like my name has a very flowery, grassy, fieldy uh, theme to it. (laughs) So, yeah, I really love my last name. And actually, it's something that if I ever did get married, I would want to keep my last name. Yeah. And if I ever had kids again, I'd want to double barrel my name. That's sweet. I love that. Um, picturesque image of like flowers in the meadows like aside from the um people who question your heritage have you had any other experiences around your name growing up um yeah oh my gosh yes like growing up in a middle class mainly white town no one could pronounce my name really no one oh my gosh no one like i was that kid that if we got a substitute teacher in class i would be dreading the moment when they tried to read out my name because they always read it out wrong like they're always like ish <laughs> am i pronouncing that right i'm like no it's a shana <laughs> very simple um, and then i had a swimming teacher for like four years who just couldn't pronounce my name and she always called me ishona i don't know why ishona and people used to call me like sean ish Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I have some really funny stories about this. (laughs) Okay. So like my best friend, Alison, shout out to Alison. (laughs) She's like my best friend from childhood. I've known her all my life. She has a nickname and I have a nickname. And we got these nicknames when we were really young from our mums and they just kind of stuck. So she's called Ali Pally. I don't want to say it. I know Jazz is going to stop doing this. Okay. I'm called Ishy Wishy. <laughs> but, then, but then, but then, it gets really sad because, so I had this thing here of Ishy Wishy, right? <laughs> and my mom would call me Ishy Wishy and my, like, Alison's mom, Carmel, would 100% all the time call me Ishy Wishy. And Alison would even call me Ishy. And then as I got older, people started calling me <laughs> Ishy Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a second. How did that happen? <laughs> and it haunted me. Seriously, Juliana, like, it haunted me. <laughs> People used to call me Ishi Fishy in school, and it was so sad. Like, I, I used to be so self conscious about it. And then the other one that people used to call me, and again, this came from Carmel, man. It's always Alison's mom. (laughs) (laughs) She used to call me Ashana Banana. (laughs) (laughs) So I had this nickname of Ashana Banana. And sometimes, like very rarely, Sunita calls me, Sunita's my sister. He calls me Ashana Banana. Very, very, very rarely now. Sometimes people try to shorten my name Ishana to Ish. I'm like, don't call me Ish because that brings me back uh, nightmares of Ishy Fishy days. (laughs) 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 It's so interesting then how like the shortening of names can bring back or trigger like different sort of memories. Mm, Yeah, so true. It is so true. What do you um what do you think about names in general? Like I keep asking all the guests that come on and everyone has their sort of maybe similar 
vibe about the importance of names but for you um how do you perceive names it's a really interesting thing right because i feel like a name can really shape who you are um like me being called ashana has definitely made me more resilient because of like people just not getting my name from where i come from and then also it's definitely made me more just open-minded accepting again because of the way that people react to my name and when they see me so i think it's really important the name that you choose for whoever you're choosing or for your child Mm. uh but then again that's not down to the name that's down to the society that we're living in right so if i was called ashana or if i was in a different culture called ashana if i was in a different society called ashana i may have a completely different set of experiences and maybe someone called allison will have the similar experiences that I've had. For me, I think it really is about the society that you're growing up in when it comes to how people react and perceive your name. Although names are really important, they don't define who you are. Like we don't have to stay within the constraints of a name. Thank you for sharing that. I wanted to know, um, I guess, yeah, coming towards sort of like the final-ish question, but if there was one thing that you wanted the world to know about your name, or I guess names in general, I think I feel like you sort of touched on it already. But yeah, what would you kind of say? Like one sort of statement. Read between the lines. That's my statement. I'd say like read between the lines. Don't always take things at face value. Don't always take things at name value. And read between the lines. I love that. Don't always take things at name value. Mm-hmm. Actually, going back to what you spoke about in the beginning about like sort of education and the work that you're doing with Ra, mm-hmm. um, how do you think like schools or institutions can embrace, you know, pupils having different names? How do you think that teachers can, I don't know, create an environment where people with unique names can feel, not feel so ashamed of their names? I think that, I think it's a few things. I think looking at the meaning of people's names would be a really beautiful thing because then it goes beyond just the name and it starts looking into everything that surrounds that. So like with kids, let's say that you start a new school, having all the kids come together and look at the meanings of their names and exploring that and exploring their meanings of different names through the the different cultures that are there through the different ethnicities that are there. So like, oh, your name's Alison. I keep going back to Alison, but what does your name mean in like Sanskrit? And explore that meaning. What does your name mean in Hindi? And explore that meaning. Um, I think that would be a very beautiful thing because it just opens everything up. Uh, and then I would also say that it's really important for educators and teachers to just be very caring about it and be aware. And I know there's a lot of pressure that's put on teachers these days to be mm. over, like so much pressure. But I think that having like soft hands when you're holding these names is really important. So if you don't know how to pronounce a name, then spend time learning that. 
spend time talking to that child and make sure that other people also know those names. So make sure that everyone, all of the kids can speak the names, can know the names, can understand the names. I think that would be a really beautiful starting point. I love what you said about like having soft hands when you're holding a name. So good. So, so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, just the element of care of like, I see you as a human and I'm going to say your name properly. And if I don't know how to, teach me sort of vibe. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If I don't know how to teach me, like the teacher can sometimes be the student. Mm. It doesn't always have to be this, this like authority all the time of I'm right and you're wrong. And we can learn so much from kids as well. Like we can learn so much from children. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Ishana, for this. Yeah. For coming on and sharing your name story speaking to us about your experiences and yeah just being so open and funny thank you honestly thank you for having me i'm really glad i was able to share this i'm proud of my name i love my name my name is awesome like i'm so grateful for my name thank you mom and dad Oh my gosh, Ishan, I'm always asking people, um, do you have any like projects that you're working on that you want the world to know about? First of all, the biggest project that I feel like is my whole life <laughs> and other people's whole lives too is RAW. And that's the organization that keeps popping up that Juliana's mentioned a couple times. And that's the NGO that we have where we support dreams and amplify voices of people going through migration and displacement. And we're basically, we've got two big projects going on right now, both surrounding education. So we've got the school in Sierra Leone, which we're going to be fundraising for in the early January, February, March time to actually get the funds to build the school so we've nearly secured the land in Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and now we just need the funds to finish securing it and then building the school and we'll have our very own school for all these beautiful kids there which is whoop, amazing. Whoop, amazing and like Emmanuel and John who are they're from the community in Sierra Leone they're basically heading up the school there they are the most awesome 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 people with Saeed in the whole world And to have this school and to have this land will just be a complete weight off their shoulders. Our big project is our school. We want to get funding for teachers. We want to get funding for the school. We want to build the school. We want to get these kids in a really beautiful education system so they can go on to achieve their dreams. They can go on to inspire future generations. And yeah, just continue to build mountains that other people can build more mountains on top of. So look out for that, guys. Incredible. Uh, do, you, like, do you have a figure that you're aiming for in terms of fundraising? Let's get specific I, so people can start, you know, contributing yeah. to this incredible project. So it's 5,000 we need left for the land. Okay. And then we're estimating about 25,000 for the school. That's just to build the school. Then salaries for teachers, for five teachers for one month, um well it's 50 no for one teacher for one month it's 50 let's say euro salary okay um which is a lot of money in sierra leone so it's amazing that we're able to do that and we have five six teachers so 
Amazing. And how can people um, follow Ra and like socials wise, like Instagram so wise? On Instagram, we're at Ra Family on Instagram. So that's R A A H and then Family. And then on Facebook, we're at Ra Fest. And if you go to our Instagram, I definitely say Instagram's our more active platform. Mm-hmm. If you go to our Instagram, you'll have links to our website, you'll have links to all the other amazing things that we're doing, the talks that we do, the links to all the organizations that we're connected with. Um, and you can check out their work too because there's amazing people doing incredible stuff. Oh, so good. Thank you so much, Ashana. Do you have any, like, do you want to share your own socials or is that, like, out of no? Is that a no-no? Yeah, I don't care about my own socials. I don't care about <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, every single person below Raw, forget about <laughs> Uh, sweet well in that case I guess we will end it there thank you so much thank you that was so much fun (laughs) thank you for listening to the No Shame In My Name podcast until the next time bye forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods